Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are finally reviewing Tenet, the Christopher Nolan film. Yes, a movie. A movie. Uh, the new film from Christopher Nolan. Uh, but before we go any further, we're going to get this thing going. What's going on, guys? This is Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. Uh this movie has been hotly anticipated by us uh, for a long time and often delayed incrementally uh, this year. But it's finally out. We saw it. We rented a theater um, at Star Cinema again, like we did with uh, New Mutants. And we will get to that. We'll get to that later in the show. But we got to make sure that we always remember our pickle of the week. Oh, week the uh, pickle. Yes, I thought pickle. I'd throw you all for a loop that time and just just say the whole thing. I have to do it backwards. Cause, I mean, know, it came out of the pickle. Oh, I get it. I get it. Oh, I get it. Oh, and also spoilers for Tenet. Um, throughout the whole episode, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, most of it to the end of the movie or to the end, end of the show. So, if you, you can't care spoil about it, Tenet, yeah, right. Whoa, what's the uh, spoil? Right. Um, all I have for you is a word and a gesture. Tenet. Um, anyway, um, so my pickle of the week is from Vault Comics. It's a Vampire the Masquerade Winter's Teeth number two. Uh, Winter Teeth. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's the name of the story, anyway. Um, Word. It's really good. Um, there's two stories going on inside of this uh, comic. Um, it's about vampires in the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul in Minnesota. So um, even if you've never played the games or the video games or anything, um, it's definitely worth checking out. It's a lot of fun. It's it's a really enjoyable vampire book. Liddy. Liddy. Uh, I am picking Ice Cream Man, a uh, quarantine comic. Uh spectacular. Ooh. It's uh it was it came out during the quarantine on digital. Okay. And they uh, they decided to print them because you know. That's cool. Comics are back in, in style now. So they back. Back in style. They're back. We comics. We comics now. We comics. So yeah, I'm excited. Should be good. I am picking a book from last week since we, you know, didn't pick last week right. uh, comics. Um, it is a graphic novel from DC called Teen Titans Beast Boy. Yes. <gasps> um, the hotly anticipated follow up to Teen Titans Raven, of which yeah, we had a signing for uh, only like a year ago, which is crazy. Yeah. Right? I know. Crazy. Like that was at least three years ago, but. Yeah, that's what I pick. It's really good. Nice. Um, and also, as a I, you know, I'm going to pick two this week. Cyberpunk 2077 Trauma Team Number One comes out uh, from what? Dark Horse and Cullen Bunn. Uh, get on that Cyberpunk train, boys. Get about that Cullen Bunn train, boy. Yeah, get on it. It's a long we train stand. for Cullen Bunn. Yeah, yeah. Dylan is out here just nonstop showing us pictures of Wapping. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Dylan. Sir, ah. uh, my God! Ow. Um. Anyway, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we have 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. Um. So let's do events. Uh, I guess I can go first since okay. I don't want to bury, bury the lead here. So, um, I, let's see, 
we are we have two RPGs coming up this month. We have um, a game this Saturday on the twelfth coming up. Uh, we are playing a town called Malice. It's a uh, Nordic horror game, kind of in the same vein as Snowman or a girl with a dragon tattoo. Uh, it's going to be really fun. We're playing that on our Discord cool. server. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that one, we have five seats left. Uh, going to be really cool. So if you want to play, uh, you just need to make a purchase from the gaming department, either in store or online at any store, and then join our Discord. Uh, and that's where we play those games. Uh, you join our Discord, uh, you can go to uh, our Twitter profile, click on the link there. That is uh, BRC Uncanny. You can find us on there. Uh, you can also, you should be able to search for us uh, on Discord now and find it if you just search for Bedrock City. You should be able to. Hey, there's a lady. That's right. And then uh, next RPG night is on the 26th. We are playing The Sprawl, which is a cyberpunk uh, game that's a pretty rules light. We've run that in store before and it's a lot of fun. So uh, that one has six seats left. So that's going to be tons of fun. Make sure you get signed up for six that seats. stuff. Six seats. Yes, that's a big game. Uh, then we have. Uh, Keyforge twice this month, uh, Friday the 18th and Friday the 25th. The 18th, we are running a Chainbound Archon event, uh, which is a bring your own deck and get ranked. And then on the 25th, we are running a store championship event virtually. That is going to be one of the best formats. We're running Triad, where you bring three decks and your opponent uh, chooses one to ban, and then you have to win with both the other two decks. Uh, Lots of fun. Uh, then we ha- we do have a sold out event, but I'll talk about it because we're going to do another one next month. Uh, on September the nineteenth, we have um, our Manticore paint night that'll be done virtually. Uh, you buy the mini kit and then uh, paint it. It comes with paints and brushes and all the stuff you need, and come paint along with us. Uh, we're doing one next month. Um, those kits are not available yet, but that's going to be on October seventeenth. So, you know, be ready for that. I got a couple. Yeah, what's up? Um, there's one tonight. Do you know what it is, Michael? Tonight is oh, yeah. is it, is it? Wait, wait, wait. Is it the is it the Facebook Live sale? It is. Wow. Is it is um, it your best week ever? No, that was last week. This week's okay. not as good as last week. But see, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Um, wow. This week is good though. There's lots of good. Uh, lots of a uh, good mid range comics. Like if you're in the five to twenty dollar range, you know. Um. And tons of bricks this time. Lots of good bricks. It's like two long boxes of bricks. And with that, again, I'm sure everyone knows, but that's at 7 p.m. on our Facebook, which is facebook.com plus bedrockcitycomics slash live. Okay. And also, we have a group now. Facebook.com slash groups slash bedrock live. Long story short, Facebook changed some things, and we had to make a group, but it's working out well. Um, It's pretty active. Are either of y'all in it? Uh, I, I don't know. Am I, you invited me. Yeah. I think, I think I joined. What's it called? Anyway, it's called bedrock city live sale community. Oh, um, you might not be in it if you're not part of the group, you know, like if you haven't bought wow. from the live sale, it's pretty wow. sp- like exclusive. So I don't yeah. blame you if you're not, I in am it. in it. I am in it. Okay, cool. Oh, um, yes, I am. There's 242 members. Look at that. Yeah. Growing. Look at that. We had about, you know, almost 500 in the event page, which they took down. But, you know, we're, get, we're getting there. It's only yeah. been about a week. so Climbing our way join, back up. Join the group because we post 
exclusive giveaways, early photos of the galleries that we put up so you can check them out before everyone else. Awesome. And stuff like that. And one more event on, I hope this is announced by now because as of <laughs> recording, I'll, it is not. Um, let me know if we got to edit. Yeah. Uh, September 19th. That is a Saturday, not this Saturday, but the one after that on, it's going to be on our social media. I'm not sure exactly where, cause it's going to be a zoom thing, but it is a live signing slash Q and a with Cami Garcia and Gabriel Piccolo, the creators of that book. I picked pick, teen Titans beast boy and also teen Titans Raven. Hey. Um, it's not going to cost anything. You know, you can just watch for free and ask questions and, they have a moderator who is Claudia Gray. I think, I think she's oh. a Star Wars writer. Yes, she is. Um, that's awesome. So that's pretty cool. She's moderating it. And there's going to be talking to us and, you know, everyone at Bedrock. It's only for Bedrock people. It's not like a big event that we're invited to, you know. And where there's also signed um, books in the form of book plates that we they'll send us and we put in the book for you, you know. That's so cool. And that's also cool. some exclusive keychains like Beast Boy Shoe. They look pretty cool. Um, and it costs you nothing. So watch, please, because this is our first event of this kind, you know. Right. And I want to, I want it to go well. So even if you don't care about the book, you should just like tune in, you know, and be For like, sure. why do you like comics? You know, you can ask a stupid question. You don't have to know them. No, exactly. I think you should only ask stupid questions. Yes, is cereal soup? <laughs> uh, if no, milk is a broth. At that point, I mean. I don't know what's happening. Is it, Ron? The Alju. I don't know. I have no clue. I don't want to start a whole. Is a hot dog a debate? Um, yes. But anyway, uh, do you have any other events still? I think um, that's it, right? Nah, that's it for now. Okay. Uh, let's move on to our what I done dids, Ronnie. Oh boy. I mean, I know we, we all went to go see Tenet, but what else you did? Yeah, that was about it, dude. I didn't do nothing else this week. Radical. That was it. That was the one. My life has been boring. Excellent. Uh, I'll go. Let's see. We went to go see Tenet. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that. Yes, right? Uh, then I played the Green Knight on uh, Discord with some people. Dylan, Natalie. Dwight and some customers. Right. So that was a lot of fun on on the Discord. I think that's about all I did. It was fun. I liked it. Yeah. It's that was my first ever RPG. And then well, see, and that's such a weird first experience. I realized I didn't realize when I was reading through the book that it was how how it would play out because it's very structured. And most RPGs are not that structured. Like on rails, you mean? Like that oh kind yeah, of oh, yes, you, yes. There is. It is a hardcore on a rail. Uh, you. Have I don't to, mind that. Yeah, I mean the best RPGs are like on rails, but the players aren't aware of it. Like Ron okay. played through Curse of Strahd, the whole thing, right? You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. not. I don't know. Curse of Strahd's on rails. Yeah, the players just don't know it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, you know. Anyway, I that that's my my humble opinion. On the best I feel like my biggest TV. mistake with the game was I kept expecting there to be like twists, you know? Mm. So I'd be like, oh, I want to use this to tell if this person's telling the truth. And like everyone was always telling the truth, you right. know? Like there were never, yes. it was never a surprise. So I was like, I well, okay, the only, lots of uh, moves. The only person that was telling the truth, you guys killed. <laughs> or, or I'm sorry, the only person that was lying, um, you guys didn't really 
Oh right, yeah. That, was that wasn't guy, my choice though. So. Right, that was the uh, the guy who wanted you to go kill the fox. Uh, but I think I misunderstood how the game worked because I thought that that was going to be a challenge, and it was not. No, um, if you're if you're playing a different game, like or a different, uh, you know, not a pre-written scenario, there's more, much more of that in the games. So hopefully, we'll get something else going in the future. Um, yeah. But that's Dylan Wallace. You do you do anything else? I did that. I watched Tenet. I watched Mulan. Which I didn't really like. Um, spoiler for Mulan review. And I watched The Boys, episode one through three. And that was really okay. good. Either of y'all watched it? Ron, do you watch it? I have not. Uh, I kind of want to watch it all together. So we will see how much. Ron. I want to binge it. Because that's a binge They put show. three out. That's enough. I know. I know. I also canceled my Hulu. So I'm free. I just want y'all to know. I'm, I'm no longer tethered. 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 Um, well, R- Michael, do you watch anything on Hulu ever? No, but my parents do. But we've oh, got right, it all right. done with the the Disney bundle thing, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, it's it's not a bad deal if you're getting all that stuff together, right? Yeah. But uh, that's what I did. So, I don't know. Do I watch anything on Hulu? I do, I open Hulu a lot, and then I end up not watching anything. And then you not watch stuff on Hulu. Yeah, I'm the same way. Same. I mean, I I'm, like they're little open my eyes. Yeah. I do the same thing with actually most of my services. If I'm going to be completely honest, I never watch anything on Amazon. I don't know. I just said I'm watching The Boys, but that's like very rare. I never go to Amazon to watch stuff either. Okay. It's just Netflix and HBO Max for me. HBO Max, yeah, basically. Wow. Um. Yeah. No. I my most used streaming services are. I mean, there's a wrestling one that. Independent wrestling TV, IWTV, it's fantastic. Um, and I, that's really my most used one. And then everything else is here and there. You know, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't have a go-to. I don't watch enough TV. Uh, voodoo, I guess, for movies is my my main. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's get to the news here. Um, Bad Boys for Life directors reportedly eyed to helm Ms. Marvel series coming coming to Disney Plus. Um, directors uh, Adil L. Arby and Bilal Falah have confirmed on multiple occasions that they've talked to Marvel Studios about joining the MCU. And the Direct is now reporting that the filmmakers have signed up to helm at least one episode of Ms. Marvel. Uh, it's currently unclear whether it will be just the one installment or the entire series, but we're likely to learn more soon as production is expected to begin later this fall and run through next spring. Mm. Uh, what do you think about this? I'm not okay with it. I don't think. I mean, I don't see how their style for Bad Boys for Life and Kamala fits together, but I guess we'll see. Yeah, that is a weird stylistic choice. Have they directed? I don't know what else they've done either. So I think that was yeah. their first movie. Um, uh, they must be seeing something we're not because it doesn't really make sense to me either. You know, right? But we'll see. I'd rather them get. I hope there's like some female voices there. You know. Or Muslim yeah. voices. That'd be cool. I mean, this is Marvel choosing these directors, right? So mm-hmm. you'd assume they know something, right? Right. Yeah, there must be something there. Or or is it that Marvel thinks it's people that they can boss around? Well, that too. Right. But oh, I don't think yeah. it's anything to get excited about, you know? It's not no. like, ooh, I love that. They're going to do a good job on this. Besides, who loves Bad Boys for Life? Come on. I mean, who doesn't love Bad Boys for Life? You know... So I watched that movie with Lori 
um, which is hilarious. Like Lori doesn't watch movies, but that's the that's one of the ones that we watched together because we had to watch it for the for the podcast and it was quarantine and needed something to do. So, uh, and all the time, probably a couple of times a week, we will make the joke together. Of one of us will look at the other one and say very seriously, "We ride together, we die together, <laughs> make toast our glasses, bad boys for life." That's good. That's wow, good. The movie was pretty rough. That's had an impression. Yeah, it it did. It certainly did. Um, Justice League star Ray Fisher not cooperating with investigators, says Warner Brothers. And he was in talks for The Flash. This is a big article I'm here. Sorry. That's okay. You can summarize um, if you want. Uh, following actor Ray Fisher's very serious accusations regarding onset misconduct against Justice League replacement director uh, Joss Whedon. Uh, I was going to say Josh Whedon. Uh, I don't know why. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and producers John Berg and Jeff Johns earlier this summer. Warner Brothers announced uh, their intention to launch an independent investigation into the matter. However, things took a nasty turn earlier today uh, when Fisher called out Walter Hamada, president of DC Films, by tweeting, After speaking out about Justice League, I received a phone call from the president of DC Films, wherein he attempted to throw Joss Whedon and John Berg under the bus in hopes that I would not, or that I would relent on Jeff Johns. He continued to preach his, quote, um, accountability is more important than uh, entertainment mantra to his followers. Uh, the latest development prompted an extremely stern response from Warner Brothers, who dropped quite the Friday night shocker by accusing Fisher, who had previously voiced his approval of the investigative team, of not actually cooperating with the third-party investigators who have made multiple requests to speak with him over the past few weeks. Their statement also seems to imply that Fisher was the most uh, was most upset with how his character's arc changed in the theatrical cut of Justice League. And was not pleased that uh, his suggested script revisions were not taken into serious consideration. While unfortunate, this isn't exactly unprecedented in Hollywood, where directors, where uh, where directors, writers, and producers understandably get final say. It's likely that this may have resulted in the uh, deterioration of the fr- uh, relationship with Whedon, who was brought in to revamp the movie at the request of Warner Brothers. Uh, another factor further complicating matters is that Fisher was also reportedly engaged in early negotiations to reprise his role of cyborg for Andy Muschietti's the flash. Uh, but his status now remains uncertain as he and Hamada haven't spoken since July. Um, that's interesting. It's, I don't know. I, I feel like, uh, I, I feel like Warner brothers is trying to, you know, scramble to put it on, put it on him. Right. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's happening here, honestly. Yeah, it's it's, it's really hard to say. And, and yeah, I guess, yeah, speculating doesn't really serve us any purpose, you know, because who knows at this point. Um, I mean, we've talked about this before, like when we he have. came out and said, you know, what he said against Joss Whedon. And I remember thinking it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like discredit him if there's other stuff that I don't know that right. they did, you know. But he mainly complained about how Joss Whedon would trash talk Zack Snyder's cut. Right. I'm like, right, I, don't right. think, I don't think that qualifies as abuse or anything, you know? It's just like, you know, jerky behavior, I guess. Uh huh. It does sound like he's maybe more upset about what they did to his character, which sounds I b- understandable I because in the cut that we saw, Cyborg was a nothing character, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I remember being surprised at how little Cyborg was in that movie. I just think, I don't know, like in the, movie in the Zaddy industry. You have to like be a team player a little bit, mm-hmm. especially when you're such a newcomer. Oh, absolutely. I, ho- I hope he didn't kill his chances at being in Flash, you know? Like, you don't want to burn that. I don't know. He already complained 
you know, I, I think right. you should like draw the line at some point and not burn that bridge and come back in flash. You know, that's the best thing you could do now, especially when, yeah. when seeing your face is important for representation. It's true. Agreed. Um, Mulan hits Disney plus for free in December as the film secures a theatrical release in China. We the review official, in December. Right. The official Disney plus website, uh, notes that while the live action uh, take on the animated classic will debut on premier access. I love that. That's got a name now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it will only be available for purchase from September 4th until November 2nd. Then Mulan will be available to all Disney plus subscribers on December 4th for no additional cost. Um, Vanity fair confirms that the film will be released on the big screen in China on September the 11th. Uh, that follows tenants planned release tomorrow. And the belief is both will draw large crowds despite COVID COVID nineteen concerns. Um the hope is that it'll draw large crowds. Right. So do you think this hurts its money making opportunities? Over here, knowing that if I just wait. Yeah, why did they say right. that the Three week months? before it came out? I don't the week Three, it's coming right. out, they said that. Yeah, like I would, months is nothing. Nothing. Well, it's a normal theatrical window. But right. well, we could have all maybe assumed that, but I don't know why they had to give a date. Like, right. I don't know. That seems like a bad decision. Maybe it leaked and they had to come out and say it, but why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, maybe people, were, maybe they were trying to do damage control because people were complaining about the $30. $30. Wait, wait, wait. It's fine. You can wait till December, you know? I don't know. Maybe. But at least it's getting its China release. That seems to be what they catered towards. So, yeah, that's. I don't uh, know. Hmm. I assume we'll talk more about the movie next when week. the time comes. Um, I guess is that next week? I think that I think that's on the schedule. Yeah, that's what I'm looking. Yeah, I have fun talking about that movie next week. Wow, Ron! Wow, how uh, many Will Smith movies did I watch? No <laughs> I don't even like this movie. Why do I have to defend it? <laughs> no, I watched it. Um, it's unfortunate. Mulan's well. Speaking of reviewing Mulan, Mulan's Rotten Tomato score has been revealed as the movie arrives in Disney Plus. The reviews are in for Mulan, and while Disney has decided not to give uh, the live-action remake of its 1999 animated 1998 animated classic a theatrical release uh, in America, it is now available <laughs> to uh, on Disney Plus for 29.99. That's a game-changing move when it comes to how movies are distributed, though. And time will tell if it's a one-off or the new norm for the studio. Um, and the Rotten Tomatoes are in with 149 uh, reviews. It sits at 81 percent. I think it's a little higher now, even. So, me not oh, liking really? it, I guess, isn't the norm. So, right. keep that in mind. Interesting. Do you think? Let me ask you this now. Now that this has all happened, and we kind of see a formula, would you want Black Widow to follow this formula, like thirty dollars unlock and then three months free on Disney Plus, or no? Or do you want to wait for theater? Oh boy. Um. So I would pay for Black Widow. I would too. Right, that's not. I wouldn't play for. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm okay okay with with them doing this. Yeah, I'm. I mean, now the 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 bigger question behind that is, does that ever get walked back? Like once once COVID is done, and we can safely go to the theaters, you know, without having to rent one, um, is this still going to be the the norm? And I mean, I I mean, I think the movie industry is changing forever right now you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there are certain decisions that if they make it eh, it's not really going to 
be coming any back. It's not not going to be coming back from that. You know, like there's a lot writing on this movie. I know. Definitely. Everyone's watching it to see, you know, what actually happens. I think we could get a mixture where movies come out in the theater for a couple of weeks and then they go to $30 on a streaming service and then they come out for free later. You know, I think right. we might get a mix. I, th- I don't think it'll be completely cut out of theaters, but I think we might get like a smaller window and a mixture of it. But I, you don't I think it, you don't think it'd be a cheaper uh, price pay? I don't think so. Not if it's Just because... early. If they make it early like that, I don't think it'll be cheaper. Well, if it's still playing, so like it's playing in theaters as normal. We go to the movie, pay our 15 and then blah, blah, blah. Well, I guess, no, nah, you might be right. I keep forgetting families and stuff. That's my problem. Right. I don't think about them like that. So, I don't know. But I think I still want Black Widow to wait. I know it's like very traditional, but of course I would pay the $30. But I've been wanting a Black Widow movie for like, I don't know, 10 years or something. I want it to be in the no, theaters. I would, I would love that too. I would love to watch it in the theater. But I hope yeah. at least if th- things like this that happen here, maybe down the road, they could do like a Fathom event or like a some kind of theatrical window for things. Yeah, well, not, well, I guess yes for Mulan, but also if that happened to Black Widow, I would hope that once things are safe, they would do a little run in theaters or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I good. don't see why not because people like us would go. I mean, I think they couldn't do a the the big, huge theatrical push that they would have done, right? No, but if they had it in there for like a solid month, they people would go and watch. I yeah, think. for sure. Um, Silk live action series from Marvel and Sony officially in the works may land at Amazon. Um, it was previously reported that Silk was one of the uh, Marvel Comics Spider-Man related characters Sony Pictures had plans for on the small screen, and now that project has taken a step closer to development. According to Variety, the studio is in talks with Amazon, uh, though they are not officially attached, uh, to be the uh, SVOD. What's SVOD? Sharing Video On Demand? Right. Okay. To be the SVOD distributor of a number of high-profile shows, the first of which is based around Cindy Moon, a.k.a. Silk. Lauren Moon, uh, no relation to the fictional character, uh, <laughs> is in talks to write with Phil Lord and Chris Miller on board as executive producers until their Lord Miller production banner, uh, under their Lord Miller production banner, along with former Sony Pictures Entertainment head Amy Pascal. I, I think that's a cool idea. I like yes, Silk. I think it'd be cool. I love Silk, so I hope this happens. I hope, I don't know how you do a TV Spider Man show. Like, I feel like it has to have a huge budget. Right. Like what well, are you gonna have a swing in the first episode and then you know what I mean? I mean there's it. a lot of there's yeah. a lot of CGI I think you need, but if they do it right, I'd be okay with it. I think you just film a bunch of uh swinging scenes and you you know, have to put them in later. I don't know. Yeah. Just film it all at once. Um the Batman star Robert Pattinson has reportedly contracted COVID nineteen. It was reported earlier this week that production on Matt Reeves' The Batman was forced to halt yet again after only just resuming three days ago uh, in the UK because one of the crew members tested positive for coronavirus, and we now have a fairly surprising and not to mention pretty bleak update. According to multiple sources, said crew member is actually the movie's main star, Robert Pattinson, who is playing Batman, obviously. Uh, This is obviously going to be a massive blow to production, and depending on how long the actor is forced to be quarantined, uh, could well result in a significant delay of the film's release. 
there is also a larger issue here. Um, you know, uh, that's where the article stops. Um, but this is the bigger, the bigger talking point on this is, you know, does this go to show the other movies that now it's too early, it's too early to be resuming production. I hope so. You know, like, but you know, like I, I love movies and I love, this type of stuff, but you know, I'm cool with waiting, you know, <laughs> I'm not yeah. that starved for new content that I need to risk everybody's life. Right. Exactly. Agreed. Do you think this is going to affect uh, other productions, Dylan? I think so. I think it's definitely a cautionary tale. I mean, if the, the person who's probably the most protected, you know, the star, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like they probably kept him very secluded and sanitized, you know, kept him the most clean. If he got sick, then like, I don't know what, what hopes do you have for other productions? And this was one of the first to go back and it's in London who is way like in a way better shape than we are. Right. So it had a lot going for it. I could see why maybe they tried it, but I don't know. I think if you're going to do production, you're going to have to do like what Tyler Perry's doing. Where he's he basically does. he he's basically created like a bubble, kind of like what NBA is that who did it? Yeah, yeah the NBA. Yeah, yeah, he does that. He has his whole Tyler Perry like studio, and he makes all the crew and the cast basically live there, and they live in a little in a little uh you know COVID bubble until there's filming some, is done. There's some drama behind that Tyler Perry stuff too, but oh, is he not doing it well or no? It's they they shot 19 shows in four days. Oh my god, like 19 episodes. <laughs> So basically, they worked overworked uh, twenty four hour. Yeah, possible? yeah. So they, there's a lot of controversy behind that, but you know. Well, if done properly, that's a very good idea. Well, never mind. <laughs> um, I could see doing like a, I, a month camp. I agree with the bubble stuff for sure, but don't overwork. Has it worked out okay for NBA? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I other than like uh, they find the players when they sneak out. I saw someone uh, complaining about their hotel rooms, and their hotel rooms looked fine. So it's like, I don't. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're millionaires. They complain about want. everything, right? You so, know. Um, Army of the Dead news: Zack Snyder's <laughs> Netflix movie is getting a prequel and separate anime series. Okay, Oof. before I get into this, can we stop giving Zack Snyder stuff to do? No. Like, stop, stop it. Where people forever. love him. Army of Dead marks Zack Snyder's return to the world of horror after his first movie, Dawn of the Dead, in 2004, and is set to premiere on Netflix next year. And that's his first and best movie, and probably only good movie. Only good one, yeah. The streaming service is clearly confident that subscribers will respond positively to Army of the Dead because it's been confirmed today that an untitled prequel movie and anime series are now in development. Shay Hatton, one of the movie's writers, will pen both the prequel and the TV show. Interestingly, the prequel will be directed uh, will be directed by and star Army Army of the Dead's Matthias Schweighofer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, following his character uh, Ludwig Dieter, uh, he says it has already been a great pleasure to be a part of this wonderful ensemble around Zack Snyder. A fascinating project. I am happy that it is now being developed on so many different levels. Um, as for the anime series. Uh, Army of the Dead Las Vegas. We'll see Justice League storyboard artist uh, and DC Animated Universe veteran Jay Oliva 
serve as showrunner as well as direct two episodes. Um, they're going all in on this. They're going all uh, in. Going all in. You know, honestly, I I do have hope that Army of the Dead's probably pretty good, or at least I hope so too. This is like, more. It seems like something more tailored to him. You know. Yeah, I love his Dawn of the Dead movie. I love it. I think it's really really good. Um, you gonna watch the anime? No. I mean, I'm going to watch the live action and see if it's any good. Based on the article you just read, it sounds like he didn't write it. No, he didn't. It's just based on... So maybe that's more new signs that maybe it's good if he's just directing it and he's not writing it. Because I don't believe he wrote the Dawn of the Dead remake. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think he wrote it. Um, But it it was his first movie, so I'd be surprised if he did. Um, He did not write it. It was written by George A. Romero, who wrote the original, and James Gunn. Um, Hmm. No wonder. Uh, it's so funny um, and good because it's done by the guy who wrote the original. Okay. Um, no time to die news. Daniel Craig's 007 embarks on his final mission, apparently in action packed new trailer. <laughs> There's some incredible action on display here. And while we do also get a little bit more on uh, to go on when it comes to the basic plot, it's clear that Mr. Bond will be keeping his best cards close to his chest until game night. Um, this trailer was, it was a, it was a good trailer for James Bond stuff. I'm not really a big James Bond fan, um, just in general. Uh, I like some of them here and there, but I'm not, as a rule, excited to be to see a new James Bond movie. You know, I really like James Bond. I'm excited for it. I, well, I like some of them. I really like Casino Royale and Skyfall. Sure, um, the two good ones, right? Yeah, yeah. The most recent one was okay. Uh... Burner, burner. <laughs> Really not that good. I don't remember what it's called. Um, Quantum of Solace was not, but oh man, Quantum of Solace! I forgot about that. This one, one looks really action packed, and I like. Um, uh, what's the actress playing the new 007? I don't remember. She was Maria Rambeau. Yeah, Captain yeah, yeah. Marvel. I, her name too. Yeah, I like yeah. her a lot. That makes me more excited for it. So I hope it's good. Um, the trailer is worth checking out, though, for sure. Um, the Witcher Blood Origin reportedly eyeing. Aquaman star Jason Momoa for the show's lead. Hey. Okay. Earlier this, earlier this year, we learned that Netflix is developing The Witcher Blood Origin, a prequel, a prequel series exploring the origin of the very first Witcher and the events which led to the conjunction, uh, conjunction of the spheres. Uh, and when the worlds of men, monsters, and elves man- merged to become one. Six episodes have been ordered by the streaming service, and this is clearly a chance for Netflix to expand the world and deliver an, another hit series based on the Andrei Sapkowski novels. Um, according to Full Circle Cinema, Aquaman star Jason Momoa is being eyed to take the role of the first Witcher. No details have been shared beyond that, and it's unclear uh, whether the actor has already been eyed for the Witcher blood origin or if he's just at the top of their wish list. So the news is that Netflix might be considering Jason Momoa for this thing. <laughs> I think they're just following the same formula. They're like, well, Henry Cavill worked right. Superman. So let's get Aquaman. I'm sure that'll be the same result. You know, <laughs> I mean, it might be, I don't know. Sure. He could be good in it. Yeah. Witcher was I mean, fine. I'm glad they're building a universe out of I, it, I guess. I enjoyed Witcher. Um, I'd like to see more Henry Cavill, though. But, but we are, though, right? He's going to do a season two, I think, right? Right. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, Doctor Sleep director Mike Flanagan wants to adapt Stephen adapt Stephen King's epic The Dark Tower series. Oh, baby boy! <laughs> Filmmaker Mike Flanagan spoke to Sci-Fi Wire, 
about his Netflix series, The Haunting of Bly Manor, and revealed that there is yet another Stephen King adaptation he hopes to bring to the small screen, The Dark Tower. Previously, he's adapted The Shining sequel, Dr. Sleep, and Gerald's Game. Oh, I didn't know he did that. Uh, Gerald's Game was really good. Um, and King's epic sci-fi novel series is in desperate need of a reboot. So I, what happened with the... Was it A&E? AMC? Who was supposed to be yeah. in? I think I th- it's Dead in the Water, that TV show or whatever. Because, I mean, there was still news about it not that long ago. Um, sometime this year, there was, like, casting stuff and... Oh, I there was. Like they, they saw how the movie performed and yeah, jump ship. I don't know. Um, oh yeah. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately Dark Tower has a. Oh, is it? It's it's officially scrapped, according to it was Amazon. Um, yeah. This 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 was back uh, in May. I don't know how we missed this. Um, yeah, they just well. Yeah. I think the but, movie ruined its name a little bit. You know, absolutely. as a franchise. Well, for yeah. sure. I mean, they were banking on the movie being good or making money, so that at least making money. Yeah. Oh Man, well, that movie. Sucked but he would bad. do a great job, I think. I love Mike Flanagan. Yeah. My greatest and, hope in life is that Michael watches Haunting of Hill House one day. I, one day. I, I want to. I really, I've never been more sure that anyone would like anything. Than, it's it's a really it has good it has D and D in it. <gasps> Oh, <laughs> have you seen Onward? No, no, <laughs> never seen Onward. I don't usually watch that movie too, but it is what it is. Now watch, watch Hill House. Oh yes, watch Hill House. Watch it with Lori. No way, she doesn't do horror. It's it's very disturbing. Oh no, she would no. She would lose it. So um, it. as a as a random aside, uh, this will be interesting to Ronald and the couple other people that care about football so um, my fantasy football um league that i run is not going this year uh because covid and i don't want to i don't know the fn finals gonna play a whole season and i don't want to deal with reruns or refunds or whatever so we're not doing it however the one that i'm in with some hero clicks friends is still running and the draft is going on right now so obviously i'm not doing it uh, but i have it open and set it up to auto draft Ronald, when we started this, uh, it yes. drafted me three running backs, but and nothing else. Indeed. And now I have five, ah. and, and and a defense and a wide receiver. So I've got five running backs. Sounds like a solid choice, baby boy. This is ridiculous. Anyway, so I am going to lose. Anyway, uh, the Mandalorian season two gets an official Disney Plus premiere date and new key art revealed. Um. Fans have been anxiously uh, awaiting official word on the return of the acclaimed live-action Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. And it's been announced that Season 2 is set to premiere on Disney Plus on October 30th. It's very soon. Uh, There were rumors that the first trailer was scheduled to debut last week, but that obviously never happened. We're now hearing the teaser was delayed for whatever reason. What does that even mean? (laughs) It didn't come out, so what do you mean you're now hearing that it was delayed for whatever reason? Of course it was delayed for whatever reason. Right. What's the source on this? (laughs) I mean, but it's very weird to me that this, I guess they must. It is weird. It's a red flag. I feel like something's up. Why is there no marketing or trailer for it yet? And it comes out in a month. It's Disney Plus's only thing that they have coming. It's their hit. Yep. You know, I'm sure it's fine. Maybe they feel like they don't need to promote it because it's so popular, but I don't know. Maybe they're playing the spoilers close to the vest, you know? I still think it was the. I think the crown achievement of no spoilers was hiding baby Yoda 
until the show came out. I don't know how they managed. To yeah, do most that. definitely. I know. I mean, they they. Can't when you think about how many no. people work on that show and how many people no, the trailer right? presented. Yeah, the merch they didn't share it with any you know merchandising, so that helped them. Too. That's, That's why, why they wait like late. six months later. Right. And people still buying it. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel's Avengers confirms Kate Bishop as first post-launch character. In the wake of Chadwick Boseman's passing on Friday, Crystal Dynamics has decided to postpone the Black Panther announcement to honor his memory and have instead opted to reveal Kate Bishop as their latest post-launch playable character for Marvel's Avengers. While Ant-Man, Hawkeye, and Spider-Man, PlayStation inclusive, have previously been (laughs) confirmed to join the post-launch, join the game post-launch, it's now been confirmed that Kate Bishop, voiced by Ashley Birch um, from from Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet, of course, uh, will actually be the first Avenger we'll gain access to. Oh, I watched that show. That was an Apple Apple TV show. It was really good. It was about game developers. Is that one we saw advertised at? Um, oh, right. At, uh, what was that Pax? con we went to? PAX, yeah. PAX. Maybe, right. I wonder who hey, she is. But, conventions. Yeah, that's crazy. Remember three years ago when we went to that convention? <laughs> that was this year. That feels... Remember, like remember when Comic Palooza didn't cancel until like a couple weeks before i know they thought maybe may would be safe right <laughs> Look where we are now. hey hey remember how new zealand has zero cases and hosted a gaming convention with face-to-face tabletop games like, wow isn't it yeah not wild. <laughs> um but th- this is cool um did you pick up marvel avengers dylan of course you did of course i did i pre-ordered it and uh got all the i haven't i've barely played though um because i've right. just been really busy but um I've heard there's some bugs, so I get maybe it's a good thing that I'm waiting. But I'm excited. I Go ahead. Well, they've been doing these things called War Tables, where they it's basically just like a promo, like a little half hour promo event. And they had this one was kind of a bummer because they had a whole Black Panther thing planned. You know, that was going to be the next DLC character, and then they like quickly switched it to Kate Bishop. So now it's like Kate Bishop and then Hawkeye are the first two DLC characters, which isn't ideal. You know, to have two. Of basic, I'm not saying they're the same, but you know what I mean, like right. two of the same type of character back to back. So I think that hurts a little bit, but I'm still excited. You we'll get Black Panther down the road. Barely, not really. Dang boy, I haven't had a chance. I really, I honestly haven't had a chance to. No, I know. I just you know. No, but also, I watched the boys, so I guess I did. But <laughs> I feel like I need to carve out like a few hours to play. You know. I don't yeah, want to get I home mean, and have game, an hour and be like, I'll boot up Avengers. The story mode isn't long. It's supposed to be like 10 hours, if that. That's too long. I was more opting for, like, I'm, I'm going to pick this game up sometime. Um, but I know I'm getting a, an Xbox gift card from Lori's parents for my birthday this week, and I'm going to get Tony Hawk instead. I'll get him. you. I'm sorry. Post Skater 1 and 2? Yes. Yes. That's It's... I, I love it, dude. I'm so ready to Yeah, play, I want to get it too. To but buy that game for the third time. They're re-releasing the the Mario stuff like in two oh, weeks. Oh man, I know. Um, I will say waiting on Avengers might be a good idea because all the characters are free, you know? So basically right. you True. buy a game with like right now it's six characters, characters. You'll probably buy a game with like twenty in a year, you know? So Right. Unfortunately, they're not story characters though. So like, yikes! You can't really, can't really play with them. They have their own story modes. Oh, do they? Yeah. Oh. 
um, Star Wars news, John Boyega tears into Disney Plus for pushing the franchise's diverse characters to the side. Everybody needs to leave my boy alone, the actor says. He wasn't even supposed to come back and try to save your stuff. Uh, He gets involved in projects, uh, and you're not necessarily going to like everything. But what what I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are and have them pushed to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. Uh, like you guys know what to do with Daisy Ridley. You know what to do with Adam driver. You know what to do with these other people. But when it came to Kelly Marie Tran, when it came to John Boyega, you know, F all. Uh, so what do you want me to say? Man, he's fired up about Disney. I mean, I, I he's right. <laughs> he's right. Yeah, they pushed them both to the side. But also, why are you, like, you're talking about you're defending J.J. Abrams, and then look what he did to Kelly Marie Tran in the third one. Right, exactly. Like, she was set up, Ryan Johnson set her up to be a real character, and then in the third one, it's like, Boom. you want to come on the mission? No. Okay, bye. Like, that's literally yeah. what happened. So, I don't know. I think he's got a little bit too much allegiance to J.J. Uh, Abrams. I don't think J.J. Abrams did too much for his character either. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, he he has he has the right to be angry for sure because definitely. I mean, they did they did him dirty for sure. Um, that's, he should that's, take solace in knowing that people are mad at Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver too. Like they hate everyone equally. I think. Yeah. I, yeah. I really. It's not like it would have worked out well for him if he was the main character. People right. would hate him. Right. People would hate him just the same. Um. But. Man, I'm so tired of talking about the sequel. I'm tired of it. And it sucks because I really enjoyed the first two movies. I, I mean, I enjoyed the first movie and then I loved the second movie. And Do you I think didn't... John Boyega and Ray Fisher had a like bet to see who could take down their studio first? <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking down the House of Mouse. That's not happening. Um, You're going to Disney Plus me. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, Mark Miller's nemesis lands project power directors, but doesn't sound overly comic accurate. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think we read this for our uh, Mark Miller review forever ago. Um, well, I read it anyway. When you Did don't you? know. Because I read it. I read it without the, the podcast. Oh, really? Um, mm-hmm. I liked this comic. Um, anyway, after debuting, after I'm sorry, after directing project power for Netflix, directors Henry Juiced and Ariel Schulman uh, have signed up, signed up to take the helm of Nemesis from Warner Brothers, according to Collider. Weirdly, weirdly, the site doesn't mention that this is an adaptation of Mark Miller and Steve McNiven's comic book series of the same name. This could be because the project is billed as a sci-fi action thriller with the premise, and the premise has little in common with the comic book. In Miller's story, Nemesis basically had all of Batman's resources with the Joker's personality, went on the mission... Uh, which saw him wreak havoc across the globe, matching wits with the police detective and committing a series of heinous crimes. And it's fantastic. It's a really, that's one of my favorite Miller books. Um, This movie, on the other hand, is said to follow a genius engineer who witnesses the president of the United States commit a deadly crime and teams up with a vigilante to take down the president and his corrupt government. What? That's not at all the comic I read, but not even close. Hey, I mean, why do you buy IP and then not use it? Yeah, that is kind of weird. Um, Dylan, have you read Nemesis? I no, I don't think so. I, I enjoy. I want it. to though. It's only like four issues. It's pretty good. We'll we'll read it whenever that comes out. Never and uh, selling a Nemesis brick on the live sale this evening. What? Shameless plug. 
Okay. It's um, only like eight bucks. That's a that's a good deal. Not bad. The trade's like twenty. Um, Dune news. Um, finally, uh, more official images <laughs> release online as the teaser trailer playing in theaters leaks online. We saw the teaser. We yeah, boys. It. We we can just talk about the teaser. Um, yeah. Well, the, I'll, I'll, I'll read this here. Um, it's it's about the destiny of a people and the different way that cultures have dominated other ones. Um, the Oscar Isaac ponders. The Oscar what? Isaac. Why does it say that? Um, the uh-huh. Oscar Isaac ponders. Um, how do how do a people respond when it's uh, at a tipping point? When enough is enough? When they're exploited? All of the all of those things that we're seeing around the world right now. Villeneuve, meanwhile, told the told the spoke what about fleshing out lady jessica for his adaptation of dune i didn't want lady jessica to be an expensive extra something i deeply love in the book is that there's a strong balance between masculine power and feminine power the trailer uh the teaser trailer for dune which is playing exclusively in theaters with tenet has been also leaked online and provides us the first look at an undeniably beautiful footage for the adaptation of the film um so it's kind of a teaser it's a teaser of a teaser Mm -hmm. it's like 30 seconds long it's really short. And most of it's like a lot of it's like titles telling us mm-hmm. that on September 9th that we're going to get an actual teaser for it. But I kind of miss that style of trailer, Me too. you know? I I loved it. I thought it looked great. It was solid. Yeah. I mean, it, it basically I was had real excited. I just started the book today and I feel like I read everything that was in the trailer. Like the trailer oh, is the trailer adapts like the first chapter of the book. Like with the test is uh Yeah. Um, and that's what I, I was like, Oh, I saw this. Um, so I don't think the trailer gives away a lot because I've already gotten through the whole thing and I've listened to an hour of the book and you got to see the, yeah, I mean it, and it looked, looked real good, man. It was real, it was real excited. Um, tenant book finally clears up, uh, whether (laughs) director Christopher Nolan really did ban chairs from the set. Um, Uh while, while tenant is performing better at the box office than initially anticipated, the movie has been plagued by negative coverage online for months now. Much of that stems from Christopher Nolan's alleged insistence that it receive a theatrical release in the midst of a pandemic. And while there are safety measures in place, some experts maintain that it's simply not safe to sit in a crowded cinema. Some? Some. It's not. Uh, don't go to the movies unless you are renting a theater or really just don't. Um Regardless, Tenet was dealt another blow this year when the Dark Knight Rises star Anne Hathaway said Nolan doesn't allow chairs, and his reasoning is if you have chairs, people will sit, and if they're sitting, they're not working. This created something of an uproar, and the filmmaker was quick to issue a denial. Well, an officially released Tenet book, uh, um, in an officially released Tenet book, it's confirmed by star John David Washington that Nolan does indeed ban chairs from the set. Oh, Nolan's no frills set was deliberately devoid of chairs. It reads watching this relentless energy of the crew. Washington was determined to lead the front. Interesting. This makes me mad because we, we covered all three we layers. Did. We of this, talked about this right when, when sure she did. said they banned chairs and then when he denied it and like it pissed me off initially because I was like, why would she lie about that? And he, he just came out basically and was like, no, you're lying, you know? And then, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just weird. Why did he do that? It is weird. He, to, he doesn't want to seem like a tyrant or something. I mean, he had to know that people would find out, right? Either way, like if you're trying to keep it hidden, that's fine. But once it's out, why you got to try and let it be? My girl Anne Hathaway, right? Um, it's kind of a lie about this 
to be like, no, I don't ban chairs. It's like dog. I think he's becoming known as like a James Cameron style, like not talented, but not someone you want to hang out with. He wants know? to be. He wants to be Stanley Kubrick. Um, Stanley Kubrick was is famous for being very difficult to work with, or Hitchcock. You know, like the the director is in charge of everything and has final say over every single aspect of the actor when they're on set. You know, it's weird that he still has people that are, we hear this right, and then like, but people still come back to shoot the, the movies with them. You know, like I mean, you'll notice Michael Caine. Normal people, right? He was sitting in a chair. I think that he's is true. I I can see why people work with him. He's still. Yeah, wildly I mean, successful. Yeah, he's a, yeah, wildly yeah. successful making um we're not in the age of like knowing directors' names anymore, really, you know? And he's one of the few that's like a household name, I think, you know? Yeah, right. Most of Um So we saw Tenet. You got we five minutes tenet. left? Hey. Yeah, about five minutes left. <laughs> Armed with only one word and a gesture. <laughs> tenet. Uh and fighting for the survival of the entire world. The protagonist's journey through a twilight world of international espionage on a mission that will unfold is something beyond real time. Directed by Christopher Nolan, written by Christopher Nolan, starring John David Washington as the protagonist. Uh, that's what he's credited as. Robert yep. Pattinson as Neil, Elizabeth Debicki, or Debicki as Cat, and Kenneth Branagh as Sater. Um, There's more, but those are the main ones. Right, those are the ones that are really there. Um it has a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes and 79% on uh, audience score. It's two hours and 30 minutes. Um, so, okay, w- let me get into this real quick. So we pre-ranked it. I pre-said it, I was going to rank it at 8.5. Ron said 9. Dylan said 7.5. We'll get into the what we actually exactly. give it at the end. That's where we so were. Off, off top, real quick. Yeah, off top. I need to retrain my bladder. Because I had to use the restroom, and I'm oh, really? so upset. I'm so <laughs> upset. Oh, did you get up? I got up and used the restroom. I left. <sighs> yeah, okay. I don't remember. Well, I left I like probably an, an hour before like the movie ended, so not terribly. But I actually I left whenever she came gave us the um, our receipts, our checks. Okay, so this, this is definitely a movie time. that you cannot you you have to pay attention the whole time most definitely um and i will say if you thought inception was confusing or hard to follow boy um tenet i want to push back on that a little bit okay i think that there's so much nonsense that you don't really need to if you if you zone out a little bit you're not going to be more lost than everyone else you don't think so I don't think Ron, I don't think we know more about the movie than Ron does because he got up. Like if he had seen those oh, agree few you. minutes that he missed, I don't think it would clear it up. So but I, you're right. It I, is. I it does demand your attention. That's it that's, does. That's it accurate. does. Yeah. What, what I mean by that is I don't mean that to laud it for its complexity. What I mean is that there is so much going on that you will get. I don't know. Like the movie does demand your attention. Um, you like, definitely have to focus for sure. Yeah, um, but but the thing is, like, the question is, is, so if you Ron watch it, not like you know, like the joke, the Ron watching. If you so, if you're a new listener, well, we 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 call Ron watching when you pick we need up a your, new name for that. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> uh, if you Ron watch something, that is when you are on your phone at the same time, or you're playing you're Apex doing on one screen else and, with 
full uh, observation as trying to watch a movie. Folding laundry. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. Um, you know, if, if you're trying to do that, I the question is, would you feel more lost? Uh, whether you are, like, do you have more or less knowledge? You would probably blame yourself for being lost if you right. did that, you know? You're like, oh, right. I should have been paying attention. But you wouldn't know that really it doesn't make any sense. Right. Oh. Um, so, okay, I want to come out and say that I enjoyed, I had a very good time at the theater. I thought this was a really, it hits all those Nolan buttons of a fun movie to watch in the theater. You know, it's it exciting. It's that that first, so the movie's two and a half hours. The first probably hour and a half felt like 15 minutes to me. I was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just like there's information, information, action, action, action. Mm-hmm. So much stuff is happening. Um, and it doesn't really start to get hard to follow until they start messing around with the time so much, you know? Right. And then he's like, oh, oh I see. This is getting weird. And Which is about half hour in, I would say. About a, yeah, about a half hour. Um, yeah, maybe a little bit more. Oh, a little bit more than that. But like, I mean, I'm talking about like properly messing around with it. Like, right. Um, but so uh, the other thing that I was going to say is that um, I, I, I really liked John David Washington in this movie. Um, he was great. I thought he was fantastic. Um, and he reminded me so much of his dad. Like, dude, there was, there was a scene looked back at, at, uh, I assume cat Kate. Yeah. I was Kat. just like, was that his, was that his father that did the scene? What was this? <laughs> It was like almost spot on, dude. I was like, "That's crazy." What else have I seen him in? He was in Black uh, KKK. Yeah, Black Handsman. Black Handsman. I don't know. Why I said KKK. <laughs> he was in KKK. Was he? There's three Ooh. K's in the title. There's three K's in the title. That's why I lose my mind. Okay. Um. And the oh, the other the other big complaint that you're getting online is the dialogue being um really quiet in parts, and I agree. Um, I do. I mean, I think that's a that's a choice, though. I don't think that's that's, that's a, on purpose, right? It's a feature, not a bug. You know, yeah. um, and it's a choice. It's definitely a choice, and it's and I was noticing it throughout the movie. But then, what really hammered at home that it was a choice is that there's a scene where Cat and the protagonist, I believe, are sitting at a dinner table, and Cat's talking, and then drinks from a glass and delivers dialogue into the glass. I'm not going to do it on a podcast, but like, you know. And it muffles her voice speaking into the glass like, oh, this is, you're clearly, this is, you're doing something here. I don't know what you're doing, Mm -hmm. but this is, you know, some sort of a stylistic decision here. Um, I definitely think subtitles would have helped out. (laughs) Um, It's frustrating that style, that choice when it's a movie where like you're supposed to be piecing it together yourself and so much like mental labor is asked of you and then right. they're like well you can't hear everything it's just i think it's just the frustrating part of it you, y'all think those parts where it was lower audio was important i don't know I feel like you all the important parts with all the loudness you know i don't know maybe i'm crazy i don't know um i think it's hard it's hard to determine what is or what isn't important i guess whatever whatever nolan makes us hear right is important Mm-hmm. But um, that reminds me of Eli Roth with Hostel, a much lower quality director, right? But um, he purposefully didn't use 
subtitles. It's a hostel about a group of American teenagers or college students that go backpacking in Europe uh, and then get abducted by some Eastern European people and murdered and whatever. Um, but he talked about it that he didn't want to do the subtitles on the bottom of the screen for people not speaking English because he wanted the audience to be as confused as the characters. Mm. Um, and I think about that when I see things like this in the movie. I'm like, I think, I mean, whatever Eli Roth did was down here for like for hostile level creativity. But Nolan is doing something. I, I mean, I, I'm, I think there's some element to that in this where he, you know, wait, wait, what? What'd they say? Hold on. Wait, wh- I have to see this again. Like, you know, right. sure, sure, sure. type of a thing. I think trying to get that vibe out of it. I, I don't I don't want to put words in Nolan's mouth because I'm sure he would never, you know, tell you reasons for decisions. Um, right. But I, I think it might be something like that. I don't know about y'all. You're probably right. Um, but but the, either way, it's kind of annoying. Um, however, I had a very good time at this movie. I would totally go see it again in theaters. Under normal circumstances, this is a movie I would see in theaters twice. Yeah, most definitely. Certainly. Um, if not three times. And I, and I, Right, right, right. And I will be buying this movie when it comes out. Um, so, Dylan... Uh, what do you what do you what do you have to, what do you have about this? Um, I don't know. You remember from when I walked out? I was like, I don't know what I thought about that. Yes, you know, because I was watching it, and I also had a good time because Nolan's so good at making something entertaining, even when you're just it's like full of exposition. Like people will be like someone will just be explaining something, but they'll be walking through like a beautiful you know, some kind of setting. It'll be so dynamic, but he's so good at that. So I, I was never bored. Right. I really, I enjoyed watching it, but I did get frustrated at times because I felt like almost stupid for not under, understanding everything, you know? Like, sure. I'm pretty good at following movies. And right. I think it too much was asked. I think if you can't, um, if most people can't understand the movie from one viewing, it's then maybe you didn't maybe you didn't tell the story properly. So I don't know. I don't think it's fair to be like, well, once I see it a few times, then I'll really get it. You know, like. Do you think this is worse than? Um, Inception? Like Cloud Atlas. Yeah, I like Inception a lot more. Inception see, had characters too, and this one. Um, I, I mean, I know I just saw this, so I'm biased. I feel like I like this better than Inception. I don't like Inception all that much. I like it fine. Um. Yeah, we kind of yeah. talked about that. We reviewed it. Oh yeah, we did not that long ago, um, last month, right? Um, mm-hmm. But like, I like Inception fine, but I just, I just didn't know what was going on a lot of times, you know. Mm-hmm. And especially, it started to fall apart. Even it wasn't like there are more clues, and it all started making sense by the end. Like some things did, but then it also like I just feel like really fell apart logic wise and i don't think he was able to um like overcome i'm not sure if this is his fault but like the time travel usual time travel plot holes of course like he's asking for you to to be like very realistic and for you know there's so much intricacy that it's supposed to be there's so much intricacy it's all supposed to make sense i think you know but then it's like well why didn't they go back further and stop this you know like you can't help some of that and um, I, I might be biased against it because, I mean, y'all know I like movies that are more um, 
character driven and not plot driven like like a uh, emotional and this one like the main guy isn't even i don't know what his motivations are he doesn't even have a name you know the protagonist i think yeah. i think the only yeah. character in it is uh cat cat yeah she's the only one who had a storyline and um i thought it was more compelling when they were focusing on her he was great though he did he did more than a lot of people could have with a bad script for his dialogue, like for his character. I mean, you know, he didn't, they didn't give him anything to do other than walk around and be explained stuff to, you know? Right. Cause he didn't know what was going on. He was, he was our eyes. People would just talk to him and he'd be like, Oh, okay. That's how that works. And that's all he did through the whole movie, but he did it so well. Right. So char- charismatic. So I commend him for that. I agree with you. I don't think um, inversion made any sense either. I was very confused by it. Like, what's reversed? What isn't? How does that... It, the way it works... I know he says, don't try to understand it. Right when they introduce it. Like, right. Don't yeah, try to understand I, it. Feel it. And I'm like, yeah, don't try to understand it. You're making it very confusing and intricate, like a Rubik's Cube. Like, we're trying to understand it, you know? You can't say don't understand, understand it. it and then make it so complex that you can't follow it. I got a, a, a Rubik's. I understand. Um, I guess. I think so. Okay, so another thing. Um, Nick Ryan was in the store earlier today, and he was, and he brought up a point that I find interesting. That he thought the movie could have served from having a little bit more crunch, to use an RPG mechanic, a little, just a little bit more of detail on how stuff works. Um. Uh, you know, like explain the time travel just a little bit he didn't say he didn't talk about the inversion but that goes along with what you're saying and i think i i, I we, t- we were talking about it and i was and i was saying i think that uh with the time travel specifically i think it's a deliberate choice to not define it because then people are going to complain too. about plot holes about your mm-hmm. time travel rules don't work because of this 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 like oh well right. if you just don't explain it then you don't have to answer any questions. Exactly. It just makes it a lot easier for them. Which, but I was talking more about the inverted objects and stuff. Well, well, I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense either. Like, I, don't even, I, I still don't know how something gets inverted. You go in a little box. It took me a while to even realize that's what was happening when they went in that spinning thing. Right. I was like, oh, they're getting inverted. For real. I got it now. <laughs> I mean, once they started doing the window thing, I got it. But when the box first showed up, I was like, what's that? Right. But there's nothing wrong with not holding your hand through it. And I like the way I like the format of the movie, the way they told the story and then kind of double backed over the same story and filled in stuff, you know, like almost mm-hmm. like a circular timeline. I, I like that he did that. I agree. Um, I I enjoyed this movie, um, but again, I did have some problems with it. So, Ron, do you have anything else that you wanted to bring up about this movie? No, man. I, I kind of see where y'all coming from with some of the y'all's complaints about it i don't have any of those i kind of i don't understand the movie i understand some parts of it obviously but i love the way nolan shoots these movies and stuff and i love the way like he makes you almost like have to go watch it again and again just to like even understand it to 25 percent of its capacity you know right I really wish I could watch it again because I, I love too. the movie. I'm I would really finish. like to watch this movie again, and I'm. I too. Like, I do want to watch it again, even though I said, I don't. Even though I don't like it, I want to understand it. I think it's so well made this, that it's worth another watch. And I haven't been 
I haven't talked to anybody about it yet. Oh, really? Because I, I was off. We went until Saturday. Oh, Saturday. So I was off Sunday, Monday. So oh. I'm ready to go back to work and talk about it with people. So, you know, <laughs> you know if the Wash Boys saw it. None of the Watch Boys saw it, uh, but I know some customers have, so okay. I'm curious to talk to everybody. It is kind of brilliant that we're all worried about spoilers for this movie, but like the gag I is know. you can't the, spoil anything because there's nothing. There's nothing to you, spoil, really. What, you don't get it, so what are you going to spoil? I mean, the only thing to spoil would be that, you know, I, I don't even know. Like, John David Washington is the protagonist. I mean, yeah, we know that. You can't I mean, spoil a movie can... without characters. Sure. I mean, we can talk about like how he. Well, yeah. There is so, stuff that's spoiled to this. I can movie. tell you, based on what we've said and the that blurb Michael read, that people don't know what the movie's about. Oh, agree. Not like we're just like bumbling idiots. Like we haven't talked about what it is, but like that you is have a, to you movie. have to see it to understand that it's so all over the place that like you can't easily talk about the plot. You know, right? Like, oh, I like this part, and I like this part. So, and I don't like Robert Pattinson had this reveal, you know, towards the Mm -hmm. end. Like, oh, okay, you're like River Song in Doctor Who, I guess. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, My favorite was when it was so confusing that they had to like color code the people. I know. Oh, sure. Yeah. That was so. That was so lazy. I thought like the blue ones are backwards, the red ones are forward. You know, clearly they like. Like That's this for is way benefit. too confusing. It's the pincer move. Yeah. It's the pincer. Yeah, we're doing, we're doing the, tempor- the temporal pincer, right? Even with that, I couldn't see easily the colors. You know, I, I, I will say the movie was very impressive when there were both forward and backward things at the same time. That was so cool visually. The way yeah, the way he shot this movie is like fantastic. It's beautiful. I don't know how he because apparently it's not a lot of CGI in this movie. Like a lot of it was practical. So yeah, that's, that's I'm very point. curious how how he shot some of this shit. There's no arguing yeah. that it's like very well crafted, you know? Absolutely. Well, I mean, like he is a true iconographer, right? He's a true. Oh my God. What was with the aspect ratio? Can we talk about that? Oh yeah. Okay. It makes no Go sense. Go ahead. I don't well, even I know what to say. It's, it's as confusing as the movie. It was. So an aspect ratio looks kind of weird when either there's like bars on the side or bars on the top, you know, because it doesn't right. fit the screen. This one had bars on the top and the side. Right. Which doesn't make sense. You could just enlarge in it, make it bigger, and have the same aspect ratio. I don't understand. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and like the message before was like, as requested by director for the director Christopher Nolan. And I was like, oh, here we go. Right. Yeah, that was it. Was weird. It was. Yeah, I didn't even. I didn't even notice it. Maybe that was because it was shot in IMAX, and so it was edited. Uh, edited. Well, then it would fill. There wouldn't be bars on the top, and IMAX is taller. It would. There would be bars on the side. If it was just if that was the reason, it's more of a square. It'd be like lighthouse, you know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something was up. Um, I want to know more about this. Like, we get that read book? that tenant book. Yeah, no, I'm good. Um, so let's let's review this movie or let's rank it. Who's going first? Ron, you go first. I'm gonna make you do it. <laughs> you predicted nine point oh. Yeah, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, almost definitely. Uh, nine point oh. All I right. enjoyed this movie a lot. I, I, it might be better than Inception after a few watches. Okay, we, we will see. Dylan. John David is fantastic. Yes, uh, I liked him a lot. He was really good in this movie. Dylan, what, what do you want to give this movie? I'm gonna give it a seven zero. Okay, still good. I, still means I liked it. I did. I, you know, it's not like a garbage. 
I am giving right. a 7.5. Oof. That's not uh, bad. No. Yeah. It's got a 6.98 from critics. You know, That, it's that not... means our show score is an 8. All right. Nice. And, you know, I think that's, that's probably about right, honestly. Like, it's probably better than Dylan and I are saying, and probably not a no, 9 not. territory. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say like yes it has a seventy four from critics but he also got a B a, a B cinema score which is really bad for like a you know a movie like this it's his well, lowest it's his least well received Interstellar um, has a pretty low Rotten Tomatoes for I mean it does yeah for, for Rotten Tomatoes is an end all be all but I was just saying that I'm not in the in the majority well I think Interstellar is his best movie and it's it's at a seventy two which is two percent below this which is true. So um, imagine the confusion of the bookcase in Interstellar, but for two and a half hours. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ron, have you seen Interstellar? I have. I, I like that movie a lot too. Okay, cool. It's, really it's, it's, up there. it's this only it's movie where he has female there. characters. That's right. Pretty much. Tenet. No, barely. Tenet. Well, at least he's well, the only character um, in the movie. A person of color. Finally, you had what you call it. It was a uh, uh, yeah, Priya. Who? Priya. 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 Oh, Priya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're talking about the character in this movie. Yeah. All right. Um, well, is there anything else we want to say about Tenet? Right out of movie home. theater and watch it. Oh, right. Wow. So when are we <laughs> going to get this at home? You is can watch it multiple times at home. Y'all both said it. you want it's better if you rewatch it multiple times. I think so. I would. I would love to rewatch it at home, but how long will I have to wait? Uh, three months, December. Oh, sure. Probably. If Nolan has his way. You'll never see it at home. <laughs> right. Oh man! See, I saw on Twitter someone watching it on a pregnancy test. But like it had a little <laughs> LED screen, oh, like a tiny little screen. They're like, finally, the way Nolan wants you to watch it. <laughs> It's pretty good. I love it. I love I love trolling the the uptight directors who just you know are so far up their own butt. Um, as someone who does appreciate good Kino, you know, but I do appreciate a good troll. Um, does it? Anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>